Hey guys. So, do you ever feel like you have so much to say, but you don't know where to start or what to say? That's where I'm at. Like, I feel like it's been a long time since I've done a solo episode and not that I haven't recorded it, but then I get in my own way and edit and then just start over and then I don't do it and stay stuck stay stuck that's what I've been doing well in effort to get out of that stupid loop I'm just going to see what comes out today not edit and just hit publish I guess I want to share with you some of the things that I've learned just in the last I don't know, week. Um, Sunday, I finished my book, A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. You've heard me talk about that book before. If you haven't already picked it up, pick it up. Read it, reread it, give it to a friend, a family member, everyone. You can possibly get it in the hands of because it's so good. Like, books usually look like shit by the time I'm done because. I manhandle them. Like, I highlight and underline and dog ear and I like to fold the, you know, book in half. And But this one really looks bad. Um, not only because I did all of those things, but I finished it in the hot tub and dropped it in the water. Son of a... So it's all swollen and puffy and looks pretty rough but it's so good I ordered two extra copies to give to people um I really need to look into buying stock and books or doing some kind of <laughs> commission or something the amount of money I spend on books and the amount of money I spend just to give to other people but it's so worth it so worth it anyway in that book she talks about writing letters to past loved ones. And two friends of mine gave me journals when my dad passed for me to write to him because they know me so well and they know that I'm already a journaler and that was really good. I wrote a letter to him and then I wrote a letter back to myself from him. I wasn't really sure about that. Like, I felt it would be too much me, but it just flowed out really easy and sounded like my dad and said things that I know he would have said. And it felt so good. And the last thing that he said was, I'll go to church and have some fun today. So I went to church and he was there. He showed up in the first verse that we read. Have faith. Like dad was always saying that. Trust, surrender, and surrender to God. Trust in God. Surrender your worries.
be an instrument of peace. Just what I needed to hear. And then the first song that we sang was on Eagle's Wings, which was the song that we sang for my grandpa's funeral and the song that we sang for my dad's funeral. And it was the only song that I remember my dad actually saying that he really liked. You know, that was a hymn other than Amazing Grace. So, yeah, you can imagine. I was crying the whole time. And uh, then Pastor John's sermon was all about eagles and how they're messengers from past loved ones. And and I, I'm totally all in with that. Like, every time a fox crosses the road or uh, I had five turkeys in my yard the other day. Hopefully this wind isn't too bad. Um, I'm always automatically looking up the spiritual meaning behind it. Those are the ways that God talks to us. Those are the ways that our angels and our guides talk to us. So that was really powerful and made me just completely light up because I knew dad was there with me. At the end of the service, the um, lady sitting next to me, I've never sat or never talked to her before. She turns to me and she goes, aren't you a PAF? And I said, yeah. And she goes, I'm so sorry to hear about your dad. And of course I said, thank you. And she said, you know, I used to babysit your dad when he was little. (laughs) So we had a lot of fun conversations about, you know, dad and his younger years and my aunt and uncles or aunts and uncle. So yeah, that's how, that was a good Sunday. And then afterwards, we went on the boat in February. It was 55 degrees. It's gorgeous. So I had lots of fun, and I was in nature. And Being in nature for me really grounds me, really connects me to my higher self, to God, to angels, to my guides. Brings me lots of peace. Right now I'm sitting at my favorite spot in the whole wide world. On the beach. Across from the little backwater backwater outlet. Where I can hear the water rippling over the logs that are down. And there's just so much peace that comes to me here. So many messages that come through to me here. It makes me realize why I was drawn to this place, why I was drawn to moving to the water, why I stepped out of my comfort zone and picked up the phone and called a guy that I've never met and asked him, hey, you want to sell your house? Being next to the river reminds me to be in flow. Whenever I get out of flow, then I get all thrown off kilter, thrown off center, out of alignment. This morning when I came down here to meditate, I actually stood in the water. Such a good reminder to be in flow.
Do the things that feel good. The other thing that I learned um, or that I did this week was a practice of writing down 10 things that you're proud of yourself for in the last three months. And it was really interesting because that particular meeting I didn't want to go to because I was frustrated with how I felt about being behind and missing out on opportunity. And that exercise just reminded me that I was exactly where I needed to be. I was doing exactly what I needed to do. I've had really big shit happening in my life. And I was there with my dad, with my family, when they needed me the most. Good reminders and good... Um, it was a good method to like bring me back to center, bring me awareness, put it into perspective. That I'm always right where I need to be, and so are you. And here is Lewis with the zoomies. Hello, Lewis. Are you running on the beach? Okay. Um, yeah. And then to do that for the last 24 hours, like at the end of every day, writing down 10 things that you're proud of yourself for. And it can be simple stuff. A lot of it should be simple stuff. Um, but that raises our vibration and brings awareness to all the things that we're doing each and every day that really do matter. Did you help your kids with your homework, with their homework? Did you make them dinner? Did you take yourself for a walk? We get caught up in the day-to-day. -day and a lot of times we feel behind or like we're not doing enough, accomplishing enough, or whatever. And those practices help you circle back and... Get out of your own way. What else? Um, blinders. Put your blinders on. In this day and age with social media and all of the comparisonitis that comes along with that. We need to remember to put our blinders on. Stay focused. Stay focused on what it is that you desire, who you desire to be, how you desire to feel. And choosing those feelings like we choose our clothes in the morning. For example... Each morning, actually I do this at night, at night I write down what I want, how I want to feel the next day. Do I want to feel like a badass? Do I want to feel accomplished? Do I want to feel focused? Do I want to feel at peace? Do I want to feel in love? Do I want to feel 
grounded. Light. Do I want to feel creative? All of those words remind us and ignite something in us to go forward in our day with that intention. Usually at night I write that down and then in the morning I meditate and then I crack open my planner where I write that stuff down and it's just a way to set the temperature for the day. We can we can set the temperature. We can determine how we want to feel, how we want to live. We can design our life the way we the way that will make us feel in love with it. Instead of living a life that we feel like is happening to us. Just setting intentions and also being grateful for the things that we have or do or that we're proud of ourselves for. Brings more of that into our lives. Putting the blinders on can mean shutting off Facebook, can mean maybe paying attention to what it is that you are envious that somebody else is doing, but recognizing why. Usually that's a clue that you want that for yourself. So bringing awareness to the fact that that is something that you want for yourself and not to feel jealous about it, but to use that as the motivation to take the next baby step towards creating that for yourself. It's so easy to get overwhelmed, but if we chunk things down into baby steps, it's a lot easier to move forward. It's a lot easier to evolve and to create new little rituals in your day or new little transformations. But always taking some aligned action. And clues. Following your little clues. So like in my last episode with Siri, I talked about how Akashic Records kept coming up. And... For whatever reason, I just felt like I couldn't get that word out of my head. That was a little clue of something that I needed to look into. Like when I talked to Siri about it and we set up a reading and I've done two readings now and <laughs> it's so cool to tap into the wisdom of our angels, our guides, our loved ones who've passed And get that insight, get that wisdom that will help us move towards either healing something or creating something or just simply becoming aware of something. Like why one of the things like Siri mentioned was to 
ask why is this something that I keep that keeps coming up why is it something that keeps repeating itself like patterns I seem to have the same pattern keep coming up and that's because I need to heal things that you know need to be healed and they just keep showing up with a different face um but always remember to, remembering to ask yourself why why is that coming up what can I learn from it and the Akashic records are just another tool to access that wisdom Not only that, but the connection that I made with the two other girls um, through Siri are so synchronistic. Like, Kim and I just did a reading today, and after we closed the records and we just had a, what we thought was going to be a quick chat, it was probably another hour, about all of the similarities in our life. Like, we've had, we've both been divorced we both had narcissistic relationships we both um lost our dad we both feel these tugs and the more we trust them the more we listen and follow the whispers the more wisdom we are we have access to and the more healing that happens so it's really neat to talk to somebody that I didn't have to explain things to like she just gets it a lot like me and Jenna like we've been through so much of the same shit that and we've learned so much of the same shit that we don't even really have to explain it you know and I she lives in Washington like how amazing is that to be connected with people all over the country that are on a similar path, have similar hopes and dreams, similar gifts. It's just super cool. In my conversation with Kim, we talked about ways of releasing self-doubt and unworthiness and anger and resentment any of the shit basically that's like weighing you down and holding you back and getting in your way and I've done the burning practice like I write it down and I throw it in the fire and I probably need to do that again but today I actually came down to the river and I brought my jar of roses I saved these roses and dried them they were from my dad's funeral and with each rose I took a deep breath and I imagined the feeling the wound that I need to heal and I threw it in the river and watched it float away or at least that was the idea the wind is not cooperating so it was coming back to me and I just like no I don't want this to come back to me I'm trying to heal these wounds I'm trying to get out of this cycle I want to move past I want to evolve I want to grow because when I know 
when I grow and when I evolve and when I heal, I know I'm doing that work not only for me, but for my loved ones, for those around me, my family, my friends, but also for the ones, the generations before and after me. And what a blessing that would be. What a gift that would be. I opened my eyes and they were floating down the river. Just as they were supposed to be. Something powerful about watching things that you are letting go drift away. Or burn. And I'm going to have to do it again. Just like I've done my burning thing. Um, most of the time it's a good practice to do on the full moon today happens to be a new moon which is when you're to be planting the seeds sowing the seeds of what you want to create so there's no wrong time the seeds that I'm planting you can't plant them without clearing the way for them, right? So tonight I'll do my full moon practice and or my new moon practice and and write down all of the things that I am all of the seeds that I'm sowing. Yeah, new moon. A time when we should be reflecting on our next steps. What's working, what's not working? What are the next, what are the changes that you can make in your next cycle? That will help you advance, that will help you grow. Make an intention list. Basically. It doesn't have to take long. A couple minutes. I don't know about you guys, but I have such a strong desire to plant a garden. This weird-ass winter weather that we are having. 50-some degrees in February. I want to dig out all my patio furniture. I want to plant a garden. Like, let's fucking go. That's all new moon energy. But we all know we're going to get snow again and get dumped on. It's not over yet. I do hope we get some moisture in the ground for the farmers. Um, after last year being so dry... But yeah, we'll see. Okay, my peeps. I hope you enjoyed my rambling. My squirrel brain ping, ping, pinging all over the place. Um, and I hope it helps one person. Or 1,000 people. Or all the people. The beautiful thing about enlightenment and healing is when we do it it affects not only us but the collective we are all one everything is energy and when we heal we 
are taking part in healing the world. So don't be an asshole and heal yourself and help heal the rest of the world. All right. Love ya.